editorial staff who responded to the annual Publishers Weekly industry survey seemed to have a knack for reconciling contradictory aspects of their work. For example, they self-reported compensation that on average fell 18% for men and 16% for women from 2014 levels. Yet three out of five also said they were very confident or extremely confident about the future prospects of publishing. Welcome to Copyright Clearance Center's podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. Salary figures in the PW survey always grab the headlines, and for 2015, they show a wide gap in pay between men and women. Nevertheless, women make up more than three-quarters of respondents. If they can rise through the ranks, they should eventually command the top dollar pay that now goes to male senior executives. Jim Milliot, the magazine's editorial director, joins me now with a rundown on survey results and what the melancholy mood they reveal. Welcome to Beyond the Book, Jim Milliot. Uh, nice to be here, Christopher. Well, it's good to chat with you about this. This is a, an annual discussion we hold because you conduct this review and survey of the state of the business. It goes well beyond salaries. And there's some interesting numbers here. Uh, some things change, some things don't. And I guess uh, none of it very surprising, but still uh, important as the industry continues to change so rapidly. So so let's start with the salary figures, Jim. Uh, have, have we made strides? Have we lost ground? What's going on? Well, we've done a little bit of both, but I would say we haven't made a lot of a lot of strides. One of the more consistent findings we, we we've seen over the years is asking you know the annual pay increase, and this year it came in at about two point five percent. You know, in twenty thirteen it was about two point eight percent. So I guess it's kind of hovering around you know the cost of uh, the consumer price index, or you know a little higher than the cost of inflation, I guess. Um, but what you talked about in your intro about how salary, the average salary has seemed to have gone down, that really reflects something that we haven't seen very much at all when we've done this survey, and that we've got a much younger um, responding pool. I mean, this is a random survey that we send out to over 5,800 um, of our subscribers who work in publishing houses. So we do get, you know, different reports every year from different groups, but a lot of the things are the same, as you pointed out. This year, I think it was 77% of the respondents to the survey were women. I mean, last year was 74. It's always around that 75% level. So that's always consistent. It's always highly educated workforce. So that was always consistent. So there's enough consistency to, to make us feel confident that, we're, we're getting, you know, sort of the same sampling we've always gotten, but that, in fact, it is, it is a younger workforce that, uh, with less experience, is taking home a little less money. Right. And, and, and Jamiliot, uh, one of the things that uh, we could sort of speculate on is that as this workforce ages, they exit out for one reason or another, and incoming are the younger, uh, perhaps less experienced, but also less expensive employees coming in. Absolutely. Uh, we've heard a lot of stories over the last couple of years, and I don't think it's surprising, especially since the recession. There's some restructuring and some downsizing over over those years. And it's, you know, you certainly do notice that a lot of the people who are letting go are some of the, the well-known people. And Obviously, uh, that companies will never say why they're doing it, but uh, I think salary certainly plays uh, plays a role in it. 
Well, I suppose it would have to if you're that focused on the numbers as so many executives are these days. The other aspect of this uh, survey that's always interesting is the differences it shows between men and women, as well as the balance, or I should say imbalance, in diversity in the industry. Tell us about that. Again, yeah, these are... These are findings we we see every year, especially getting to the first point about men and women. Men have always made more money than women on average, despite the fact, as we've said already, that uh, women uh, constitute the greater um, part of the workforce. And there's a couple of reasons for this on the on the men's side. One is that the greatest concentration of men are in the management side of things, and managers have always made more money than any other department, you know, be it editorial or sales or marketing or somewhere in the operations. And something that's, you know, very interesting as well as men have much more experience in the industry. You know, it might be simple as, you know, women have bowed out or taken a taken a leave to have to raise the kids. But um, you know, something we pointed out in this this year's survey, the percentage of men who are have less than three years' experience is only around 15%. But by the time you get to the percentage of people who have over 20 years of experience, it's over half. So it really shows you that... uh, but the guys who want to stick with publishing uh, could end up doing pretty well. Well, indeed. And, you know, the, the people who are coming in, uh, men and women, of course, uh, from all backgrounds, uh, but the diversity ethnic-wise hasn't changed all that much. Can you tell us the distribution there for the business as they report? Right, sure. Um, it's something that everybody in publishing has always known. You've been to plenty of conferences <laughs> and panels, and the audience looks awfully white. And what this survey did, I think, was put a number on it, and that number was 89% self-reported as white Caucasian. And it's the same level that self-reported uh, in 2013. Right. And as you say, Jim, that's not surprising if you have attended a conference or walked through a, a publishing house, at least uh, in Manhattan. Uh, it, it is surprising that um, the respondents do think, though, that there have been some improvements made in this. Tell us about that. Right. Well, this issue started really uh, gaining some steam early last year. Uh, I think we even talked about it at Book Expo America there was a bit of an outcry when some of the panels were all white male. Um, so they did add um, some diversity to that. And it grew throughout all of last year. Um, you know, our survey pointed out we had a panel on it. And publishers have tried, um, I think, to make a difference in, in trying to diversify their ranks and also their titles. Because one thing that discussions throughout uh, the industry with the different members will show that uh, somebody uh, of color well, will, was more interested in, in publishing a book that will reach to a different market than um, you know your traditional white editor. So there has been a campaign called We Need Diverse Books that is really uh, hammered away on this uh, topic. And it seems to be that within the last year, publishers have started to respond to try to add a little bit more um, diversity, add some more minority representation into the characters and looking for different authors and um, try to do a better job marketing those books. 
All right. Well, that's a potentially bright spot. But, you know, you also ask uh, the respondents about their mood and their complaints. And I think you mentioned already that low salary is a good reason to complain for anybody, I suppose, not only in book, <laughs> not only in book publishing. Um, and uh, interesting, uh, the people do complain about the increased workload and the lack of advancement. Um, and yet at the same time, many of them say that they feel pretty secure in their jobs. Does that seem a bit contradictory? Yeah, in some ways. And I think it was also a little bit encouraging in that, um, you know, for all the, you know, uh, gnashing of teeth and wearing about, you know, is publishing dead, that the people who are sticking to publishing do seem to think it's got over the hurdle of this, um, you know, the digital transition and that, it's not all doom and gloom, and that in effect um, you can have a, have a career in this industry, which I think is really important. But getting to some of those those stumbling blocks you talked about, it's been a while. It's been a long time. It's almost a publishing tradition. You know, if you want to become editor in chief, you know, you got to stick it out, or your best opportunity is you know to jump to another house. And I think one of the questions we asked is, you know, where do you think you'll see yourself in three years? And you know, about half think they'll be at their company, but within that within that group, at least 50% of that group think they'll be uh, in a higher position. And I think some of those people who don't think they're going to be there are going to be at a different house. Or, or outside the industry. And I think one of the things that's probably worth thinking about is the way that publishing and technology have come together here. And it wouldn't surprise me that people might be jumping back and forth between the book business kind of written large, and the publishing technology uh, businesses which are so adjacent to it. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. You know, one thing we've asked in recent years, although we didn't ask it this year because we thought it was uh, too obvious, was, you know, has your company brought in somebody to deal with digital issues particularly or just specialize on that? And what types of jobs have you added? You know, it would be interesting if we took, you know, the types of jobs that people check off they're doing this year compared to 10 years ago, you certainly would see a lot of, a lot of change, like online marketing manager, you know, is pretty standard nowadays, you know, everybody has something along those lines, and, you know, a digital specialist and, you know, an e-book publisher, um, those type of positions, you know, simply they weren't around a decade ago. As well as people working in social media, all those uh, folks tweeting and posting to Facebook, uh, they weren't doing that 10 years ago either. Well, an interesting survey with some interesting and sometimes puzzling results from the annual survey of the book business conducted by Publishers Weekly. We've been chatting with Jim Milliot, the magazine's editorial director, who joins us from New York. And Jim, thanks and enjoy chatting with you. Uh, thanks a lot, Chris. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center, a global rights broker for the world's most sought-after materials, including millions of books and e-books, journals, newspapers, magazines, and blogs, as well as images, movies, and television shows. You can follow Beyond the Book on Twitter, find us on Facebook, and subscribe to the free podcast series on iTunes or at our website, beyondthebook.com. Our engineer and co-producer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. My name is Christopher Keneally. For all of us at Copyright Clearance Center, thanks for listening to Beyond the Book. Mm-hmm.